0: Well, hello again, everybody, and happy summer vacation. This is Cliff Rohde of Goat Cloud Communications. Um, I am the owner and operator and chief executive Goat. Goat Cloud Communications helps people to thrive online. We have a particular niche of small business, nonprofits, uh, individuals who have a uh, kind of a solo practitioner Um effort going on. We help them out, the small guys. Um, Not that we're not happy to help out big guys, but we tend to help out the small guys. Today is June 20, 2014, and you are viewing or listening to Goat Cloud Hangout Internet Marketing Tutorial number 14, and today we're going to be talking about effective and meaningful uh, link building activities to get links back to your website. And uh if you happen to be watching this or listening to this or uh, reading this, I don't know how you'd be reading it. I guess you could be reading the transcript. Please be so kind to send out a little bit of love, tweet it to your friends, send out a status update, etc. You can always use the hashtag goatbuzz, and uh, we'd be very delighted to know it that way we can know who is watching and listening. This is a uh, pretty regular broadcast. We come on about every 2 weeks or so and uh oh boy, we're delighted to do it. Sometimes we have guest speakers and I think at the next one we have we're likely to have a um, a lawyer actually who focuses on small business as well. So we're going to be talking with her about um technology she deploys but also we're going to cover some of the substantive issues that she does uh, how to help people uh, how lawyers help people with uh, their small businesses so one of the things we always like to mention about goat cloud is that as a uh, as a business entity um, and, and personally too we like to give something back uh, our business tends to give something back by donating to organizations that in turn, give out GOATs to communities worldwide, uh, to communities in need. Now listen, you can give something back too, even if it is as simple as volunteering your time, just for a couple hours a month maybe, Um, but boy, it's something that really feels good. Now I'm going to get off my soapbox and tell you about this. At Goat Cloud Hangout number 13, um, what we were talking about then was um, essential Kind of steps that small businesses or nonprofits have to take to have an online presence that really shines. Uh, we talked about five steps plus one, and so just to recap what we talked about last time, um, we talked about having a website first and foremost because, believe it or not, um, I think it is still the case that a minority of website or um, of small businesses actually have a website. How crazy is that, right? You have to have a website if you've got a small business because that's where people turn to increasingly and frankly as it is now most of the time to find out information about your small business or maybe they're just looking for information not particularly on your small business but about the types of services you provide and how are they gonna find you online if you don't have an online presence so I have a website we also gave tips with uh, we had five plus one musts. Um, we also gave tips out each time and so uh, those tips just check out the hangout you know it's like a half hour long um, but having a website is critical We talked about uh, the other tip was to make sure you're local and to have a good NAP. And what we mean by NAP, or N-A-P, is name, address, and phone number. You need to be on local business directories. Google Plus, Facebook are a couple of them, even though you might not think of them typically as local business directories. They are. Um, Have a business presence there. Make sure your name, address, and phone number are consistent across the board, on your website, on social media outlets, on online business directories. If you got a comma in your business name, make sure you got a comma online. If you're going to use parentheses for your phone number, use them everywhere. Don't use dashes everywhere, etc. Make sure you're consistent. We recommended maximizing the use of free Google assets that are out there, and I'm not going to belabor them right now. But you have to. Google is the monster on the internet. Love them or hate them, you have to pay attention to Google. So make sure you've, you're maximizing their services. They have a lot of terrific free services. That help you and your online presence um, you have to get social a lot of small business people uh, hate to hear that actually but unfortunately you do have to get social online um, you face you should have at least like a Facebook presence Google Plus LinkedIn and Twitter I'd say there are others out there as well seem to be others popping up all the time but the important thing is that you do have a social presence Were some caveats there don't have a social presence and then don't participate there because you're going to look like a ghost town and no one's going to come back and visit. So I'm sorry, it is a cost of doing business these days to get social. So make sure you do it. Do it right. Um, I also said or we talked about another tip and a must is to monitor your website, uh, both the traffic that comes to your website. Is it the traffic you want? Is the traffic that's coming in doing the things that you want? You have to monitor that. And you also want to monitor your website health. Um, first tip was getting a website. Well you want to make sure that website is fast, functional, easy to navigate, has great content, etc. Well you're going to need to monitor that health of the website to make sure that that is the case. And even though we said five, we gave a bonus tip last week which was to think about online ads. Google AdWords. Bing ads, our tip was to think about Bing because Bing online pay per click advertising can tend to cost per click a bit less than Google because there's not quite as much traffic. But hey, search traffic is search traffic. Who cares uh, what search engine they're using as long as there are enough people using that search engine? And there are a lot of people who use Bing. Um, but also think about Facebook, Twitter ads, LinkedIn. You know, social media ads, they're different than the pay per click. Play per click or PPC advertising that you might be accustomed to at uh, the Google website or the Google partners. You know, you go to a newspaper, there are plenty of ads there, you click on them. Um, Chances are those are being run by Google. Um, But whatever the case may be, think about Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn ads because they can be worthwhile too. Now, we tend to, kind of before we get going, mention just a little bit of news, and here's an item that came across our board, don't know if you saw it, Amazon.com has a brand new phone out, it's called the Amazon Fire, I think, uh, consistent with some of their other branding of their small devices, and guess what? It allows you to shop more on Amazon. Yeah, I wonder how well that's going to go over, I don't know. You know, other news is uh, it's a little bit topical. Today is a World Cup day and I'm sorry that uh, if you like to watch soccer or football on the pitch or on the field, Um, We are, if you're watching live, interfering with the game that's on right now. But one thing to think about, you know, in the United States, it's really difficult to watch the games unless you subscribe to ESPN. To subscribe to ESPN, you can't just subscribe to ESPN. You have to subscribe to your cable company and a whole host of other channels that you may not want Enter what are called VPNs, um, virtual private networks. You can sign up for virtual private networks. There are some that are free out there. There are some that are not free. Now you got to pay for. Chances are you get better service with the ones you got to pay for. But virtual private networks, in addition to the security features that they allow you, um, such as safer browsing, if you're at the coffee shop using free Wi-Fi, you might want to check out the VPN to make sure your browsing is is safer. Um, You can also uh, kind of use a a VPN on a network that's not in the United States and so you may have been noticing that you can watch TV in uh, or go online and watch soccer games in Brazil or in Britain if you happen to be online in Brazil or Britain and guess what? VPNs can suggest to those networks that are hosting the games that you actually are online because you are effectively online in Britain or Brazil. Um, My understanding is that this is a bit of a gray area that, uh, you know, whether it's kosher or not, I don't know, but it is a possibility technologically speaking. So if you're into soccer, it's something worth checking out. Actually, if you're into uh, online security, checking out uh, using a virtual private network is a really good idea to check out. So without any further ado, we are going to get into the meat of today's broadcast, podcast, hangout, what you will. Uh, We're going to be talking about um, link building activities, um, which is to say creating links on places on the internet that are not your website, uh, that link back to your website. And um, before launching into it, I just wanted to say, we do have, if you happen to be watching this live, uh, we have a question and answer function on uh, the Hangout page, and uh, which is on our Google Plus page, plus.google.com forward slash GoatCloud. So you can ask questions and answers. If you're watching this somewhere else or if you're listening um, on a, in a tape delay, well, I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to ask live questions, but if you have a question about the issues that we're going to talk about today, feel free to feel free to drop me a line. My email is cliff at goatcloud.com and uh, I'll respond. And probably I'll put it up on the um, on the broadcast webpage so that other people can see it too. So, we're gonna talk about link building. Why are we gonna talk about link building? Well, uh, because search engines like them and other people like links off your website too and what do we mean by that well let's take a step back and talk about um, delivering a positive experience to visitors to your website that is probably the most critical component of um, not only um, good mojo with respect to the visitors to your website and trying to draw in customers or potential clients, but also search engines really like it when you deliver a positive, good experience um, to your visitor. So what do we mean by a positive experience to your visitor? Well, you gotta have lots of original, interesting, compelling content that is written uh, with your own voice, right? You, you can't simply be uh, aping what somebody else is saying or copying, even worse, copying what somebody else is saying. Your site needs to be fast, it needs to look pretty good, it needs to be easy to navigate and move around on. So there are all sorts of things that, that are factors that make your website of value to people who would come visit. If you do that, boy, you've really accomplished um, step number one. You know what, maybe we'll say that's step number two. We already talked about step number one at the beginning part of this uh, broadcast which is that there's so many small businesses or nonprofits out there that don't even have a website. So I guess step one is getting that website. Step two is you gotta make sure that that website is a good experience for people. Well, so that's great and terribly important, um, but it's not the only way that people are going to find you um, or be compelled by what you have to say um, but also you know search engines take into consideration links back to your website it's really a pretty critical component of search, re- reg- search engine um, algorithms and it makes sense right because the idea is that if other people or other places particularly other places that are not within your control are linking back to your website well that's saying in a way that other people are finding value with what you're producing on the web and they're um, giving a little vote of uh, what they think about the value of your content by giving you a link back to your website so as you can imagine the number of links that you have back to your website is pretty important also that they come from different sources Um, that's pretty important too Um, and so as a general matter what you want to be doing is building links back um, from websites that are themselves trafficked pretty well and are relevant to whatever it is that you are working on, you know, if you happen to be a seller of widgets, well, then you want to have links to your website um, from other websites that deal with uh, widget theory or uh, widget practices, um, or you know, individual pages on websites that talk about the kind of things that matter for your business. Uh, it doesn't make any sense anymore, and maybe. You know, this is. I was going to talk about what not to do at the end of this, but I'll talk about things that you should not do first. You should not go out there and look to place your link or a link to your website on irrelevant websites, right? If your um, business is about widgets and you go to a website about pharmacies. Well, if there's nothing that's related between the two of them, why in the world would you want to post something um, on that other website back to your website? Because it doesn't help anybody, um, even if it's the most trafficked website around on pharmacy issues. right? So be thinking about that. You want to have your links back to your website on relevant websites. Also, you got to be really careful these days because while... Um, backlinks as they're called, um, links back to your website are terrifically important. The search engines are getting a lot smarter about meaningless or um, links that are kind of intended to game the search system. So if you go out and get a bunch of spurious uh, links out there on all sorts of different websites that really have no relation to the type of stuff that you're doing, you run the risk of not only having those links discounted completely in search, no big deal there but you could actually get penalized by the search engines um, Google will punish you and if you might find for instance that your um, your uh, search is doing great and then all of a sudden it's gone well it's a good chance if you've been building uh, links in less than what are kind of typically called white hat ways then you may have been punished by Google now we talked very early on um, kind of recapping our last hangout. You're going to be monitoring that information, and the fact of the matter is if you're monitoring with a tool called Google Webmaster Tools, you will get a notification from Google that you, in fact, have been manually penalized um, by the company because of your link-building practices. So you have to be very careful um, when you are building links. Make sure that you're, you're not doing it just simply for the purpose of building links and you'll you'll put up a link anywhere because that's gonna get you in trouble. So let's talk instead about ways to successfully um, build links and you know one of the things that this is maybe gonna seem a little bit counterintuitive is the first thing that you need to do really is to produce this compelling interesting um, content on your website and why is that? Well because uh, content that is interesting, engaging, compelling is going to encourage people to want to share that. And boy, that's the greatest thing in the world. If you have shareable content, um, then people will share it. They may share it on their website. They go may go back to their blog and say, hey, I just read this most terrific thing over on this blog. Here's a link to it. I encourage you to check it out. Well, that's a fantastic link to have. Um, you're not going to get that type of response from people, of course, if you put together content that is not interesting or is just copied from somebody else or is really short or is full of typos or bad uh, grammar, etc. Right? So have engaging, compelling, rich, abundant content, step one, and people may want to share that with other people. Now, sort of a corollary to that. Is that you want to make sharing as easy as possible on your website? If you happen to use WordPress uh, to design your website, but even if you don't use WordPress, there are other places out there or other types of content management systems out there to put a website together. Make sure that you are facilitating sharing by including sharing buttons on your website. And those are, I, I don't think that you're going to be so confused in, in hearing that uh, terminology, right? If you go to a website these days, Chances are you're going to see at the bottom of a post or a page information about how to share the website. And so go ahead and uh, make that sharing as easy as possible. Now, what's another way you could do it? Well, you know, people are, are uh, I, I talk about making sure that you put up relevant um, links. or or links to your website on relevant uh, places on the the web. And so we talked earlier about well-trafficked websites, and, again, they should be relevant websites, relevant to whatever it is that you're doing. One of the great places that I like are newspapers, local newspapers. If you have a local business, it's a great idea to get... Uh, links on your website from that local newspaper back to your own website. Maybe there's somebody writes an article about um, the type of business that you're in. Well a lot of times newspapers provide an opportunity to the public to comment on the articles that they put up on their website. It's a great place to write a comment um, about um, uh, something that is related again to the, the type of enterprise that you're in and you can provide a link back to your website. Now You need to make sure that you're going to be making that comment relevant. You don't want to just say, oh yeah, me too. Or you don't want to make an overt pitch. I always counsel my clients to not make an overt pitch for your services on a comment. But instead, you want to add to the conversation maybe in that article the author missed something that's kind of important or maybe there's a slightly different way to approach the topic that they approached and you have information about that based on your experience that you can share with people well if you add that as a comment you have just made a meaningful comment and when people are reading through the information they will see oh this person knows what they're talking about oh and look there's a link to their website I want to find out more information about this Now, I'll tell you, one of my clients recently just thanked me because I've been encouraging the client to post comments on different places. And my client got a client as a consequence of posting uh, information, a comment, just like that. They put a link to their website. The person was able to follow it, able to find them, and able to contact them, and became a client simply because my client was engaging on the web um, in this social way that uh, kind of the web has become by providing meaningful information, relevant information. So you can absolutely do that too. Um, You want to make sure though, again, and I can't stress this enough, that it has a a bearing on whatever it is that article is about. Now a lot of times uh, people who have a blog also, for instance, may allow comments. So blogs that are relevant to, if you happen to work in, I don't know, uh, say you're a lawyer you work in medical malpractice area there are plenty of blogs out there or other lawyers who are talking about medical malpractice well if you have an opportunity to comment you know make sure that you do so providing a link back to your website but make sure it's of relevance and because people will see right through those pitches and ignore you um, and there's a chance too that if you do that whether it's on a newspaper site or whether it's on a uh, somebody else's blog that they may just Um, ignore the comment entirely and not post it. Most comments in most places are moderated, Uh, not always, but most often I'd say in any kind of meaningful blog, they're going to be moderated. So make sure that it's going to pass the moderator, right, that they're going to be willing to post that up there. Now, some people will say to me, well, how in the world can I find these blog posts or these newspaper articles and I want to give you a little trick that I use that's really easy um, and it goes to using maximizing those Google uh, assets that are out there properties I use Google alerts you can sign up uh, at Google Alerts to receive information on a daily basis on a weekly basis what have you um, on issues that you care about so again if you're interested in medical malpractice um, you can set up an alert so that Google will search the web or different parts of the web that you indicate for medical malpractice terminology and send you an alert say, hey, there's a new article out here on the web. And then that prompts you to be able to go comment on it. It's really a very, very um, intelligent, uh, slick way to do it because you don't have to spend your time. I mean, you can if you want to, but it, it's an automatic search and then it prompts you to say, hey, we found results. So it's a great way, an absolutely great way to uh, gain information on new web uh, information that's out there where you can potentially comment. And, you know, uh, it, it'll search again newspaper articles it'll search blogs too and so make sure you use it. it it's just a fabulous service another way that you can search information out I mean I should say you don't need Google Alerts to do a Google search for information that's relevant now remember re- relevant information is going to be it's going to be articles um, website content that uses keywords that are relevant to your website and your business keywords are those important words that should show up with some uh, regularity and routine on your website so make sure that you are searching for those terms because those are the types of places Again, that's going to be relevant in the search engine. They're understanding, oh, every time they mention medical malpractice, this website comes up. This must be an important website. We're going to bring them up in our search rankings. You can become an expert online as well. One of the services that I use is called Help a Reporter Out, or HARO. You can sign up for free on their list, and it's a bunch of people. It's journalists. It's also bloggers who are looking for people Um, to provide comment for something that they're writing. So that's an opportunity to respond in a way and they inevitably uh, allow you to provide contact information including a link back to your website and it's a great way to get links back to your website. Again, you know, caveat there, you want to make sure that you are responding to requests that are for websites that are relevant and have a decent amount of traffic don't bother spending your time on ones where there, you know, there's nobody uh, checking into that website because who really cares? Honestly, um, you know, not to say that down the road that the site wouldn't grow, but seriously, you want to focus your time uh, so you can get some bang for the buck. But help a reporter out is a is a great little service. I encourage you to check that out. Another one or another way to go about getting links is to participate uh, via social media. We talked about that uh, also in last week's or the the last hangout about essential things you gotta do participating socially is one of them um, you wanna make sure that you are posting links to your information on your website on your own social media pages um, but also Well, I I guess because, then people who see that will see it and maybe click back to your website. It's another link back to your website. But again, maybe if it's particularly compelling, people will share that on their own website and share that with other people. And that's a really good thing because that's going to generate additional links back to your website. But importantly, on these social media uh, uh, assets like Facebook, Google+, Plus. LinkedIn in particular come to mind right now, they have uh, what are called groups or communities. Um, so there are social groups within the uh, environment of a Facebook or a LinkedIn that you can participate in and you can provide links back to your website there. So guaranteed that whatever uh, service you provide or whatever goods you sell, there's going to be some community or group focused on those issues online on one of the social media out, uh, assets or outlets out there. You should be participating there now you don't always want to be providing only links back to your website that's probably seen as a little bit too pushy every now and again right you should just engage in conversations and again you're always pushing a conversation forward providing meaningful relevant content Um, but they're certainly great places where you can provide information um, or I should say where you can provide links back to your own website so we covered uh, today Talking about uh, link building, meaningful link building activities, you know, gone are the days, and you will be punished for this, of just getting links everywhere back to your website because they're, they're meaningless. You need meaningful links, so you get those on other websites that have information that's relevant to the stuff that you're writing about, that's on your website, um, and ideally that are well-trafficked, too. So go out there and get those, and don't bother with those people who uh, are going to try to sell you, you know, links everywhere because they're they're going to harm you. They're not going to hurt, or they're not going to help you. So, did you get anything from that today? If so, fantastic. We're glad to be of help. We certainly hope so. Uh, let us know you know, uh, sign up with us, follow us online on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, LinkedIn. You can find us at Goat Cloud at all those places. We'd be delighted to connect with you. If you really found something of value today, hey, leave us a good review, a positive review on Google Plus. We'd really appreciate that. Again, that's Google.com forward slash plus Goat Cloud is where you can find us. Um, if you did watch today, go ahead and put up a hashtag #GoatBuzz. We'd be delighted to see that. And until next time, this is Cliff Rohde of Goat Cloud Communications signing off. Hope you have a great Friday, great weekend, and go out there and build those links. Take care.